Welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast, the podcast for millennial corporate women wanting more from their career than climbing the corporate ladder. I'm your host, Maria Duca, a career coach helping you navigate your career with clarity and confidence. In this podcast, we don't shy away from having real conversations about topics that matter to us driven AF go-getters. From manifesting your dream career, negotiating the salary you deserve, creating your personal brand, knowing when it's time to pivot. We cover these topics and so much more. You ready? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I'm really excited to dive into today's conversation with Galinka Shadinua. So Galinka is a Melbourne-based personal style coach who helps professional women and entrepreneurs show up as their authentic selves through their personal style. In today's conversation, Galinka shares with us some tips around how you can identify your own personal style for work, simple ways to upgrade your wardrobe without having to spend your life savings, and some mindset tips to help you get out of your comfort zone when it comes to your personal style. We talk about this and so much more. Let's dive into today's episode and meet Galinka. Hey, Galinka, welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Now, let's just dive straight on in. Would you tell the listeners who Galinka is and what you do? So I'm a personal stylist from Melbourne. I also work as a finance manager as well. So this is my side hustle. And I've been doing personal styling for three years now, and I help women show up authentically as themselves and avoid that wardrobe overwhelm, which some of us face in the morning. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And this is exactly why you're here today, because I feel like our listeners can get a lot of value from your insight and your knowledge around that, especially because you do work with a lot of professional women Mm -hmm. and entrepreneurs. So I'm excited to dive into that conversation, which leads us into my next question, which is why is it important to identify your personal style and how does this impact the way you show up at work and in life in general? That's a great question. I want to repeat a quote by Jeff Bezos around personal branding. So the quote was, your personal brand is what people say about you when you've left the room. So I think personal brand is so important and style also melds with personal brand because your image is the first thing that someone sees when they meet you. So within the first five seconds of meeting you, they've already developed a perception of you. And that's why your style is so important. And it works well with your personal brand because your personal brand is how you show up and what you say and communicate to the world. So personal branding can be formed through a number of ways. So your personal brand can be interpreted by meeting someone in person through your online platforms such as Instagram or LinkedIn, what they hear about you from others as well. And I just want everyone to know that your personal brand is something that you can craft. You can always change your personal brand. You can develop your personal brand. Uh, It's something that's within your control. So if you think about your personal brand, you can craft it through 
what you wear, how you present yourself, what you say and how you're saying it, your body language and how you make others feel. So I think that's really important with your personal brand to remember that it is something that you can craft and you can always control. Yeah, I love that. I love that it's always changing and evolving as mm. you change as a person because we're exactly. we're human beings at the end of the day. We're not going to stay the same. So I do love that it transforms as you transform as well. So you touched on how others, you know, perceive us and why it's mm. important because that is the first thing that they see. They mm. they see your image, right? But how does it impact like us, like in terms of mm. how how we feel when mm. we put in that time and effort and intention around our personal style? What mm. transformation have you seen, for example, in your clients? In terms of how it makes us feel, there's actually quite a lot of scientific evidence around clothing and how it impacts your performance. So there's a great study around enclosed cognition where basically two sets of participants, one set were wearing a lab coat and the other set were not wearing lab coats and they undertook a cognitive test. And through that test, they found that the people wearing the lab coats actually performed better because the act of wearing the lab coat gave them the perception of, I guess, intelligence or a heightened level of performance because we make those associations with lab coats because usually either doctors or medical scientists or that sort of thing would wear lab coats. So I guess it's interesting from that sense because the act of wearing a certain item has impacted your performance. So even if you think about when you wake up in the morning and especially all of us, we've been working from home for so long, the difference between showing up to your workday in sweats versus showing up wearing you know, just a, a nicer, more elevated top, it can definitely impact your performance and how it makes you feel. And even through the clients that I've worked with, I can definitely see a level of confidence that comes out when you find your true personal style and you know that it's authentic to you. You show up differently and you show up knowing who you are, you feel more confident and it also makes you feel more comfortable in your own skin as well because personal style is very personal. It's personal to you. So there's no right or wrong. You need to find the style that suits you, that you're aligned to because you don't want to just go out and buy all these clothes, but they don't actually align or resonate with who you are. Yeah. And that's a trap we can fall into. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. I feel like sometimes we can get into that rut or in our comfort zone of wearing mm. the same thing and not really allowing ourselves to go to that extra level because we get comfortable and mm. it does. And I agree because I can in myself see the difference. Like when I make an effort and like I'm really vibing for a lack of a mm. better term with, you know, what I'm wearing, like I feel more confident and you know, my shoulders are pulled back naturally, yes. like your posture is more upright and you kind of just then go for opportunities as well because you're more likely to put yourself out there. So I love yes. that and I love that you've seen that within your clients as well, that confidence within them. For someone that, you know, is in that space of probably feeling like they're in a bit of a rut and they've never gotten out of their comfort zone, they've been, you know, wearing the same thing and just really, you know, stuck in that one way of dressing, I guess, 
What are some mindset tips you can offer our audience to help them get out of their comfort zone when it comes to their personal style? I think the most important part of going through this journey is really understanding who you are and some of those limiting beliefs around your style. So I always recommend that my clients go through a process where they really journal out some of the beliefs that they have around their style because they could be things like I can't wear X because of X, Y, Z. And those limiting beliefs stop us from stepping out of our comfort zone. And that's how we can definitely get into the rut of wearing the same thing over and over again because our brain is wired to keep us within our comfort zone. And when you think about our reticular activating system, which is the part of your brain which allows certain things to come in and with the reticular activating system, what it can do is basically it shows you everything within your comfort zone. So when you go shopping, you're likely to still pick out those items that you're used to. So that's why if you walk in your wardrobe now, you might have, you know, three pairs of jeans that look exactly the same or, you know, your corporate tops might have exactly the same cut. So it's really important that you first understand who you are, what you want to stand for, how you want to craft your personal brand, and then sort of go through the journey of putting an inspiration board together. So I always recommend that my clients put together a vision board or a board on Pinterest where they pin images and styles that really resonate with them and what they'd like to step into because you're styling yourself not for the person who you are now, but the person that you want to be. It's almost like you're acting as if and style is exactly the same. So once you sort of go through that process, then when you do go shopping and decide to elevate your wardrobe, you really need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and try those things that you would normally never go for. You just need to try it on because what's the harm in trying it on? There's no consequence. You just It's an experimental exercise. So I really recommend that you consciously do that. Thank you for providing those tips. They're very practical and something mm. that everyone and anyone can do. And mm. I love that it's tied much more deeply into just the way you look, right? Because some people think when you talk about personal style or clothes that it could be this shallow or vain thing like, oh, you know, it's just I'm just being judged the way. But it's more than that. It's so much deeper than that as you went through that process and about being intentional around who you want to be Mm. and going, you know, deep into your self-limiting beliefs as well. So not Mm. only are you changing the way your style looks but really you're going through and decluttering all of those self-limiting beliefs and and getting rid of them because they no longer serve you because they don't serve that higher vision of who you want to be so Mm, yeah it's so true and I guess that decluttering process that you mentioned Maria in terms of when you are going through the process of, I guess, transforming your style, decluttering your wardrobe can also be such a cathartic process because you are almost shedding parts of you that you are letting go now. And that can be attached to some clothes. Those clothes hold memories or experiences. And sometimes you want to let that go. So then you can thank that item for being on the journey with you. But that's your old self now. It's time to let that go. And then you move into the next version of you. So I really love doing that process around my wardrobe and sort of 
looking at every item, trying it on and understanding that how does this make me feel? Is this how I want to feel in these clothes? And if the clothes don't make you feel good, then it's time to let it go. And either you can donate it or you can, you know, mend it, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's quite an exercise. It's quite a transformative exercise. It really is. And I do believe wholeheartedly in how that clothes can make you feel a certain way. I know Mm. personally, like I would have like some jeans, for example, that I used to be able to fit into. And mm. I'll, I'll be, oh, I'm going to hold on to them because they're an expensive pair of jeans. I really love them, but they don't make me feel good because they make me feel like, you know, for example, like I'm no longer that size, mm. you know, and then I'm like, well, I'm trying to mold and change myself to fit into these clothes rather than allowing myself to upgrade into that new level of who I am. So I truly believe that clothes can make you feel a certain way, whether that's mm. yeah, positive or, or a negative way. And you have to ask yourself that question when you are decluttering, because if it's not making you feel good, then just get rid of it. Or mm. yeah, as you said, donate it or mend it or, or sell it or give it to someone else. Yes. Um, there's always a way to get rid of that and then just release that feeling. Yes. You should always be dressing for the body that you have now, because now is the only moment that you have. And if you're holding on to those items in your wardrobe, that are never going to serve you. It just stops you from living in this current moment and evolving. So I think it's yeah really important to do that process. And that's a big one for women as well. And we won't go, I guess, because this is a big topic in itself, but that is a big topic for a lot of women around sizing and feeling like they have to fit into a certain size. And if they don't, then they can't dress the the way they want to and then so that they stay in their comfort zone and it's just this perpetuating cycle because they are holding on to maybe who they used to be but Mm. and I think you know when you go through the styling process and when you work with a stylist it's all about dressing for your body shape and choosing clothes that flatter your body shape and choosing brands that flatter your body shape as well. So I think, you know, there's so so much that we can get into around, you know, illusion dressing and, and that sort of thing. So it's really interesting. I think you realize that clothes should make you feel good and you should not change the way you are to fit into the clothes. The clothes should fit you. That's powerful. Mm. Now talking about upgrade, well, releasing, we'll talk about releasing. Mm. Now let's talk about upgrading. So Mm -hmm. what are some simple ways we can upgrade our wardrobe without having to spend our life savings? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it definitely doesn't mean that you need to go out and buy an entire new wardrobe because I guess coming from a finance background, I love stats. And one of the stats that I wanted to share and something that I'm passionate about is sustainability. So, you know, Australian women, we buy about 27 kilos of clothes every year and we only wear 33% of our wardrobe. And we end up throwing nearly 23 kilos of clothes away every year as well. So you can imagine the waste that comes out of getting into a perpetual loop of just buying and buying and consuming and consuming. And in our current environment with Instagram and all the social media, all these ads pushed onto us, sometimes it's easy to fall into that loop, especially when sometimes for some people, shopping can be a dopamine release. It can make you feel good. So it's really important to be mindful about 
why you're going shopping and, and why you're buying things as well. So I think in terms of elevating your style and leveling up without having to spend a whole heap of money, I suggest, first of all, go in and shop your own wardrobe. So have a look at your current wardrobe and see if there's any items in there that you can mix and match now. So there could be some outfit combinations that you've never thought of or outside of your comfort zone that you want to try. And the best way to get inspiration for that is just to look it up on Pinterest and see how other people have styled those items as well. Another quick way to elevate your style is to add some accessories. So add a level of polish to your look. Now, this doesn't have to be expensive either. So for example, with just a plain top, if you wear a chunky gold necklace, you can definitely buy those off the high street for not much, but it just adds a level of polish to your look and it instantly elevates your look as well. It's a very easy way. So accessories can be anything from earrings to belts to necklaces. So have a look in your current wardrobe as well. And the last thing is probably a blazer. I think everybody needs a good blazer, especially when we're working from home. If you've got just a jumper on or a top, you can just throw a blazer on top of that and you already instantly feel elevated. I feel like it's not something that you need to spend a lot of money on. There are actually some fantastic blazers on the high street. Um, Zara make really good blazers and I've actually got a few in my wardrobe myself and they're usually around you know, $100 or $150. So it's not a huge investment from that sense. Yeah, you don't have to go and spend thousands of dollars on that. They're really great tips and I love how you spoke about just starting with your current wardrobe. Just go in mm. there and have a look at what you can mix and match and you're absolutely right in that we don't wear every single thing that we yes. buy. I'm guilty of that. So after this conversation, I'm going to go <laughs> into my wardrobe and have a look and mix and match some items because sometimes we feel like we have to go buy the latest mm. trend and so that we look, you know, a certain way, but it's so not true. Like what you have in your wardrobe is probably more than enough and you just have to mm. be intentional around how you can mix and match. It's a great way of saving money. Yes. And they're really great tips. And I love the blazer tip too. I agree, like a blazer can do wonders mm. to your style. And I've actually been seeing a lot of people wear blazers with active wear these days, like the yes. oversized blazers with active, which is pretty cool. Like I love that mix and match and just having fun with yes. your style, right? It doesn't have to be serious or you don't yes. have to follow the trends that are out there either. That is so true, Maria. You need to have fun with your style. And that's what it should be. It should bring you joy. It should bring you happiness when you put that item on. It's so important to have fun with it. And you would see that with your clients, like when that transformation of when mm. their style is elevated and they, you know, buy that item that they haven't thought of that would look mm. good on them, for example, and you probably see it on their face like that, you know, that confidence, that kind of the face just lights up. Yes, definitely. It's such a rewarding exercise to go through with a client. Now, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you, what does career confidence mean to you? And what's one practical tip you can offer the audience to build confidence in their career? Career confidence, what that means to me is believing in yourself and it's showing up in a way where you feel authentic to yourself as well. And for me, building career confidence over my own career is my self-talk. I think that the biggest tip I have is self-talk because I've definitely fallen into the trap 
of self-doubt or negative self-talk, and that can make such a huge difference. I think when you remind yourself of all that you've achieved, all that you've done, that just makes you realize that, hey, I have achieved this. I can do this. And that's why I am where I am now. And I think that that positive self-talk is really important for yourself. You don't need that from somebody else. You need to have that within you. And, you know, simple exercises that I do, things like journaling, journaling and writing down everything that I've achieved over the last 12 months. And when I reflect on that, I think, wow, I've actually done a lot and I'm proud of this. So I think building career confidence is a journey and it's a mindset shift as well within yourself. Mm, that's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> now, Galinka, you have provided so much value and I'm sure the audience are going to want to connect with you. So where can they find you? And I guess to get to know you more or potentially work with you too, because they want to elevate their style as well. The easiest place to find me is on Instagram. So my handle is Know Your Style Co. And if you do want to work with me, the easiest way is, is just to connect via Instagram DMs. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Linka, for being on the Career Confidence Podcast. I really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. It's my pleasure. Thanks for tuning into the Career Confidence Podcast. Like what you learned today? Why not share this episode with your work bestie and leave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcast on? We'd absolutely love to get into more ears and help more women just like you build fulfilling and thriving careers. Until next time.